Good evening. It is Chaf Dalid Cheshvan. We are continuing in Megillus Esther Perik Gimel. Okay, it goes like this. Okay, so basically we've got what's going on. Esther's in the palace. Mordechai is, is hanging out there. And while he's hanging out there to meet Chazek to give Esther Koyach, uh, he hears Big Ton and Teresh speaking and having a plot against the king. And they don't know that he speaks Tarshi. Tarshi is the language? Yeah, Tarsi, excuse me. <coughs> So he overhears it, and he tells Esther, and Esther says in the name of, the, of Mordechai that this plot was discovered, and um, so the two are hanged, and they write in the in the royal chronicles that um, Haman, uh, excuse me, Mordechai foiled a plot against the king. Fine. Going on. Gimel. Achar hadavarim ha'ele. Gidel Hamelech Achashverosh at Haman Bu Ben Hamarita Agagi Vainas Ehu Vyasem et Kiso Meal Kol Hasarim Asher Ito. Fine. It says after these things um the king Achashverosh raised up Haman, the son of the Hamdasa Ben Hamdasa Haagagi the Agagite. Vainasehu, is that word again? Lasait, that keeps coming up. Right, we had it by the what happened in the Mishteh. They made Masait Kiyad Hamelech, and Esther's Tisa Chen, No Sechen, No Seit Chen. It's all it's all over the place. I don't know my highlighters here. I would highlight if I had them here. You know, I love those highlighters. Um, very interesting. I've never noticed that before. Shin Aleph, Lasot, which is, of course, um, the same verb as Lisa Isha, right? It says, Isha no seis b'shosha drachim, right? That's that's the, how the Mishnah starts. A woman is, is married, Nisuin, right? Nisuin is how we call it. What's the, what's the shorish of Nisuin? Lasot, to raise, not Linasot, to try. Nisuin is la raise to to raise up, right? Which is why the the tough key of the man he's got to raise his wife up. He has three ways of raising her up. That's that's what we do, because um, it says your deha raglea your de mabes, right? A woman, women have um, their tough key as the mother, right? They're more they're further down into this world than men are. Um, they're connected to the moon, to the physicality of the universe around us, and in, in, in a way that men are not. Uh, so it's the the our job as men to to raise our wives up, to raise our daughters up, to elevate them. Right, that's why it's so important. Um, covet is so important. A man to his wife, um, no matter what, no matter what, gentlemen. Um, but anyway, that's just. Uh, and he was raised up, right? Once again, that word means to, to raise, to, to move. And Ahasuerus placed Haman's chair, throne above all the other Sarim, Asherita, who are with him, right? 
we remember. All right, fine. Rashi first before I. What after these things? After what things? Right. So after these things, after which things? After the story of Mordechai getting his name in in the Divrei Hayamim of the king, which, as we know from the end, we know this story, is going to be the Yeshua. So the the Yeshua's already happened. Right, the issue is already chatum. No one knows. No, no one knows. Right? We know. I know. You know, because we know the book. Right? And Hashem knew at the time because He knew the book. But when you're in the middle of it, you don't know. Right? You just did the thing yesterday. You just did the did the ma'aseh tov that that is gonna that you, you helped a, a little old lady across the street, and she told her neighbor, and her neighbor said. Wow, what a good guy! And so a month later, she says, "Oh yeah, I what? Where's that good guy? I wanna, I don't know. I need a, I don't know how these things work. Figure out your own Rube Goldberg experiment. But I could have done yesterday whatever I did yesterday could have been the thing. The mycetova that I did could be the thing which is going to ultimately cause um, my salvation, right?" Could be this class right now. I'm teaching it right now. Somehow has to do with some bigger salvation. I'm going to meet someone five years from now. I was going to say, "Oh, I heard this sicha uh, you gave, this talk you gave about Esther, and I thought it was the greatest thing." And um, so I built a hospital. Wow. Or whatever. Or I want to, you know, buy you a, a, you know, buy you lunch. Great. Maybe someone will buy me lunch from the the Swiss of this podcast sometime, you know, five years from now. Who knows? So that was the 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 salvation itself already exists. We can we can breathe easy now. Now comes the mocking. Now comes the the sickness. Now comes the uh, the danger, right? So what what he's saying is that is that when I'm in when I'm encountering difficulty when it feels like the world is caving in on me, um, it's important to know that the refua for that um, is already is already is already happened. It's already here. I might not see it, right? I might not see it, but the only way I'm gonna see it is by trusting in Hashem that He's got a plan for me. Because I'm certainly not going to see it if I just, you know, freak out and lose my mind and totally go off the the rails. That would not be good. Right, and then so Achar Hadavari Ma'ele is the creation of the Rafua, and then he Gidel Gidel Haman Shekodesh Baruch Hu Borei Rafua LeMakasan Hashem. Uh, created the healing for their their wound of Yisrael before that he brought the Makkah Alehem, right? Rashi is saying it very explicitly, right? After what? After the Rafua, then what happened? Then the Makkah came, okay? And we know that that um, he was Mamuchan, now he's Haman, right? Uh, there's a whole connection between the Mun and the desert and, uh, and Mimuchan, um, I'm not gonna. <laughs> it's uh, like right. It says, I, "I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Not just yet. Not just yet." Um, 
Okay, so he was raised to the top of the top. Oh, this is great. And all of the servants of the king who were in the gate of the king were prostrating. Korim is like to bow. Umishtachave, I think, is to, to get on your knees. I think so. I'm not sure if it's prostrate. It might be prostrate. It might be like on your belly. Maybe Korim is on your knees. And Mishnachavim is prostrate on your belly. Lahaman, uh, so everyone had to bow down to Haman. Kiken sivalo hamelech, because the Mordechai, because the, that was how the king, the king, Mordechai was, excuse me, Haman was like the number two to the king. So the king said, "He's my number two. You bow to him. He walks in the street. You bow down." That was the king's command. Mordechai lo yichra velo yishtachave. Mordechai would not bow down, and he would not prostrate himself. So, so I feel like Rashi's parish here, um, so what is Rashi's parish? Rashi says that he, why didn't Mordechai bow down to him? Because he made himself, right, there, there's two, in the Gemara, there's two different deus. One is that he, like, he had, a, like, a, an idol on him, like a picture of an idol. He wore an idol around his, his neck or something, or he had made himself an idol. Rashi is saying that, he, that he's bringing the shot that he made himself an idol, right? But it's, it's sort of the same thing, that, that um, Mordechai couldn't bow down to him not because of uh, the malchus, right? The king commands you to bow down. Maybe it's it's not so simple, right? If it's uh, if if he doesn't have any idols on him and he's just you know he's the he's the lord magistrate and the king says if you don't bow down I'm going to cut your head off. Lavdafka, you can't bow down. Eh, I'm not a posek, but I remember hearing it's not so simple. Fine, but uh, Chazal makes clear that that there's no she'ela. He's wearing an idol, or he has made himself some kind of idol. Um, so so Mordechai bowing down to him wouldn't be bowing down out of kavod lemachus or dina demachus adina, whatever it's called. Rather, it would be seen as a vodazara, which we can't do. We can't even we can't even look like. We're doing a Vodazara, right? If I have to go to the bathroom and the nearest bathroom is in a church, I can't go in the church to use the bathroom. Can't. Usser. Um, but going on to before I make the point, Viyomru Avdehemelech, Asher Basharamelech, the Mordechai, and the servants of the king, the slaves, literally slaves of the king, who were in the gate of the king, would say to Mordechai, Madua Ata Over et Mitzvat Hamelech, why are you transgressing the command of the king? And it was, they would say this to him, why don't you just do, come on, it's not such a big deal. Oh, what is it, you know, um, like hypothetically, like if someone would, um, what's the pain of hypothetical situation of a, a, a land where like, uh, everyone all of a sudden got afraid because the TV told them to be afraid, and the they were told that they wouldn't have to be afraid if everyone was wearing like a surgical mask all the time. I know it sounds ridiculous. I'm just just a weird, you know, off the top of my head example. And and 
So most people would wear the mask because the TV told them to be afraid. Um, but some people didn't because some people were like, I sh- why would I wear a mask? What does that do? That does, that's meaningless. And everyone around them would say things like, The TV told me to wear a mask. Why aren't you wearing a mask? Right? And you could say things like, Oh, um, if the mask works, then I don't need to wear one if you're wearing one. Right? Right? But still, they just see you not fulfilling the mitzvah of the king, and they get very upset. Very upset. So what is Mordechai's um, answer? When they would speak to him, it says, They would speak to him each and every day. He wouldn't listen to them. I wish I had my highlighter. So good. I love you, Mordechai. Right? And they would speak to him each and every day. And he didn't listen to them. And they told Haman to go look. That, that they stood up the words of Mordechai because he told them that he was a Jew. Right? So they got so mad. They got so mad, they told Haman, you're not doing what the king says, oh no, right? Haman wouldn't have known, right? The whole, the whole, the whole Purim uh, spiel happens because of the Karens at the at the gate that, that lost their mind. Like, why would Haman know? Sees this this old man sitting in, in a robe. Haman doesn't see him, right? And it's the Karens that are like, there's someone not bowing down to you. Right? What does Rashi say? Um so what does it mean? He wouldn't bow down. He gives him, I can't bow down because I'm a Jew, a Yehudi, right? So Rashi says that, what does it mean that his his words stood up? That he would say to them, he will never bow down. I will never bow down. Never, never, never bow down to Haman because he because I'm a Jew and I am I can't I can't go anywhere. I, anything that looks like a Vodazar is usher for me. So Taka bowing down to a man wearing an idol, a man who is an idol, not happening. Let it go, right? Leave me be, right? And and the Karens freaked out that there was someone who would possibly not do uh, this meaningless act of subservience, which doesn't help anything or change anyone's health outcomes. Um, and so they told the teacher, they complained to the authority, right? I actually had a thing... Um, in, in my daughter's own in the daycare, um, they made a rule that the parents had to stay outside. I never wore a mask, uh, and I wouldn't stay outside. I'm like, my daughter's two. I'm not just leaving her to. It's like you know, it's a four meter walk. But why not? I want. I won't go into the classroom, but I want to hold my daughter and put her down at the door of her room and give her a kiss and say, "I love you, dear. I'll see you later. Have a good day." That's all. That's all I want. And there was one woman who was so unhappy. Every time she saw me not wearing a mask, she would get up in my face. And she's like, you know, much smaller than me. You know, I'm not a tall, tall man, but I'm tall enough. And she's very little. So she's always like, and she's like, you need a mask. And I'm like, no, I don't. She's like, you need a mask. And then when I used to say towards the, um, as the whole uh, farce continued, 
And I found out the, the law of the state of Israel is if you say, Anipator, Ampator, I don't have to wear a mask, then they can't ask you to prove, um, to prove that. And um, they can't, like, like it's all you need to say is, Anipator, and you don't have to wear a mask, you can go in anywhere. Um, some people make a fuss, but they don't know the law, whatever, there's a thing you can show them. Um, but so they would get really mad and I'd say, I don't have to wear a mask. And they're like, you have to wear a mask. Or maybe there wasn't a mask mandate. Everyone was just kind of doing it because the TV said so. And I was like, not wearing a mask, not happening. You can't be in here. I'm like, okay, so maybe, you know, back up. If you think I'm carrying a deadly disease, just don't be in my face, right? Um, and eventually, <laughs> she t- she <laughs> she told me to the principal of the Ma'on, so... Because and the prince of the of the moon, God bless her heart, she was a um, you know this sweet Haredi woman from from Beitar. She's never in a million years going to text me a man and be like, "You have to change your behavior." She's never going to call me like that's not. A... So she sent a text to my wife who came <laughs> to be like, are "You you're not wearing a mask." The principal, <laughs> the head of the moon, she said, "We're going to have a meeting." She sent a message. This woman complained that I wasn't wearing a mask, so she she got so fed up. She told the principal, the Minahelet of the Ma'on, who sent a text message to my wife, who came to complain to me, I, th- I, I feel like, you know, I got, um, I got sent to the principal of the Ma'on, right, that was my big, big win during Corona, but anyway, so that's what's happening here, is that, is that the whole Purim thing happens, because Karen's can't handle Mordecai not doing what everyone else is doing, what the TV says to them, but his answer is great, his answer says, I can't do this because I'm a Jew, I'm a Jew, I'm a Jew, I'm a Jew. I can't do your thing. I can't do what everyone else is doing, right? And there's two chazals on this that I remember. One is is that he says, Ani Yehudi, right? And why Dafka say he's Yehudi, right? We mentioned before, he's referred to as an Ish Yehudi, which is taken as a, a designation of like where he's from, right? It's like, oh, here's my friend Yossi from, you know, from Carmiel. And here's my friend, you know, Zach from New York, right? Here's my friend Yehuda from Tekoa, right? Etc. So Yehudi was like a designation of sort of um, background, and now it's being used as a descriptor of some sort of deeper character trait. Chazal uses this to say he's he's saying I don't. I'm a Jew, which is why I can't bow down to idols, which teaches us that that the Iker thing of being a UD is you don't bow down to idols. That's like the main thing. That's the main thing you, you have to know is you don't bow down to idols to be a Jew. Um, and there's another one that says something, not Yehudi ele Yehudi, that who is like alone. He was like singular, right? Which reminds, which is similar to, thematically similar to... Um, the beginning of Likute Tenyana, the second half of Likute Moran, starts with the the a teaching on the concept of Chad uh, Haya Avraham, that Avraham served Hashem. He was the only person in the world who was doing Avodas Hashem in the Surah of, you know, Torah and Mitzvahs. It's not that he, he didn't invent monotheism. He wasn't the only person that was, you know, like a monotheist, believing in God, whatever. It was it was the Shita of Avraham Yitzhak and Yaakov, which you know, later became, you know, the, the Torah, and then now it's Judaism, whatever. It wasn't really Judaism, I can't call it that. That's anachronistic. That would be a retrojection. 
to say so. Um, but anyway, so he was the only person in the world doing this. And so he knew, like, if I don't make it to shul in the morning, no one's going to be there. Literally, no one else is going to be there. Um, so I need to be there, right? Oh, if I don't, you know, if I don't do a Seder Pesach this year, literally no one on the planet will be doing a Seder Pesach. If I don't, you know, beat the Arabas or Roshan Araba, fill in the blank, you know, barbecue on Yom Atzmaut. If I don't do a manga on Yom Atzmaut, Avram Avinu would say, then it's just, there's no one in the world. There's no one celebrating Yom Atzmaut if I don't do it. Give out. Um, so that's also part of it we see from the Tzadikim, right? That this this uh, understanding that their avoda is singularly important, right? The Lubavitcher Rebbe would stand for like eight hours at a time up into his 80s, I believe, handing out dollars. You don't a person doesn't do that if they don't if they don't know that the entire world is dependent on that avoda, right? Because I'm the only person that can do it, right? If I if I understood this. Then I, you know, it's like, if I understood it, I would be it, right? If I really was holding, wake up my eyes in the morning and say, David, no one is coming to shul but you today. You have to be there or else the shul is, is like, what a busha, there'd be no one at shul. Then I would make it to shul every day, right? But I want to just, just mid the guess, just press on the point that I want to say that it's, it's deeper than the Vodazara thing, that there's part of the the Jewish um, cup is is we're just we're always outside right a, a good general principle that I've followed for many years which is is um, <clears throat> if everyone's doing something I ought to be suspicious of it right that's not to say I didn't have you know, times in my life when I wasn't, you know, intensely conformist and insecure and I just clung to whatever other people were doing to fit in, etc. But but I was never very good at it. It was always just like, um, I think I think I have to do something a little different than what you're doing. Um, it just, I just, it's never like, even when I put my hat on, it kind of like goes off to the side at an angle. I'm just, I'm a... I think there's something inherent in being a UD that says, I look around and I see the entire world doing one thing. I want to, I want to ask questions. I want to say, is that, is that necessary? Is that the best way to do whatever it is you're trying to do? Right? Let me, let me, let me check. Let me check in. Right? And then Haman hears from the Karens that, um, that there's someone not bowing down to him. Oy vezmir, gevalt. V'yar haman ki ein Mordechai kore u'mishtachave. Kore mishtachave. And Haman saw that Mordechai, oh, indeed was not bowing down and, and prostrating to him. V'yamale haman chema. And Haman became full of anger. But I like to read it. If I think it's chema with an aleph at the end. It's butter. So I like to imagine he's all like mad with like butter coming out of his nose. It's kind of funny. Um, fine. Rashi, no. She gets really mad. Oh, yeah, there's one person not bowing down to me. Vaivez be'inav. Lishloach yad b'mordechai levadoi ki higidu lo et am mordechai v'yivakesh haman lahash minas kol hayudim asher b'chol malchus achashverosh am mordechai. Vaivez be'inav. 
Lishloach Yad B'Mordechai Levado. And it was Bizbuz uh, is like a waste. Like Bizbuz Kesef, Bizbuz Mayim, you're wasting water, wasting money, whatever. But like Baz is like, it's bad. Um, it's it's a bad thing, but it's like, ugh, like it's like, Low, it's kind of disgraceful. It was, you know, disgraceful in his eyes. To send a hand against Mordechai. Um, there's no Rashi there. Um, feel, it feels like there's a there's like a person acting in the sentence who I can't see in the sentence. And he was... Baz in his eyes to send hand against Mordechai to attack Mordechai alone, because they said to him, they told him Mordechai's nation, uh, because the people that came, the Karens that came to complain, he wasn't Kore, which they wasn't bowing and prostrating, told him he's a Jew. Ah, so it was. It wouldn't be enough. But it was like low in his eyes. It was a bad idea to just attack Mordechai Levado up because they had said to him et am Mordechai because he knew because the people that came in and said Mordechai the Yudi is not bowing down so he knew his am Vayfakesh Haman so Haman requested Lahashmid et kol Yudim to destroy all of the Yudim Asher bechol Malchus Achashverosh am Mordechai all the Yudim who were in all the kingdoms of Achashverosh the nation of Mordechai Interesting, interesting. Um, let's see, let's see. No, no. Um, okay. So that's that's where he gets his plan, right? It's I'm going to kill all of them because Mordechai doesn't bow down to me because he's a Jew. Fine, so all the Jews will pay, right? And we are called the nation of Mordechai. Which is kind of cool, right? B'chodesh Arishon hu chodesh Nisan b'shnas shteimasar lemelech achashverosh shteimasar. So, in the first month, which is the month of Nisan, in the year twelve of King of Achashverosh, right? So, what did we do? We started at year three, and Esther came to the palace in year seven, and now it's year twelve. So, so we're nine years into the into um, this story. The story's been going on for nine years, right? It's Parak Gimel, right? You've been in shul listening for like 20 minutes now. I don't know how long it takes. It's been nine years. And what happens? Um, he dropped a, a, a poor, a lot, which is a goral, which is a lot before Haman. Rashi says, he peel poor, he peel me, she he peel below piresh, me umikre katsarhu. He peel, me she he peel, the one that dropped it, below piresh, and it doesn't say who, and it's a, it's a, it's a shortened pasuk. I don't know. A lot of pronouns happening. Hu hagaral, hakatuv mifaresh, umahu apor, hu hagaral. And it says, it is the goral. The Pasuk explains what is the poor. The poor is the Goral. He peel a girl, he drops the lot, be'ezah chodesh yetzliach. 
right? What did he take uh, when he drew lots? What lots was he drawing? He's drawing lots <coughs> for which um, month would be uh, successful for him. Miyom from day to day. Be'eziyom b'chodesh shi'etzliach. And then Hu'agoral uh, is for the month. Miyom liyom is for the day. Which day of the month would be most successful for him? Um, Chodesh Arishon is, is uh, Nisan, and then it's the twelfth year, and he drops the the lot, which is a goral before uh, Haman. Ah, so he peel poor who hagoral lifne Haman, meaning someone else is dropping the goral, right? Because it's happening lifne Haman, right? I guess it's important to say that someone dropped the the, the poor. How do you say? He nafal purim. Someone's dropping them. I don't know why that's so important. Whatever. Miyom liyom. What day of the month? What day of the what day of the month? Mechodesh chodesh. Which month? Shneimasar chodesh Adar. So he chose Adar. Um. And. It's as far away as possible, right? So Haman has this big plan, and he's full of anger, and he he chooses the month in which to 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 carry out his anger, the furthest possible away point on the calendar. It's the furthest point where he from where he is right now. It's also the furthest point. My Rosh Hashiva once pointed out that he's in Chodesh Nisan. What's Chodesh Nisan? Chodesh Nisan is the is this month is this month of the Chodesh of Geulah. Right, so by putting the putting the destruction of Am Yisrael in Chodesh Adar, he's putting it as far away from um, as far away from the Geula as he can. Right, because Haman. Right, this is something I forget if this is the Rosh Hashiva said or I'm just throwing this in. The Rosh Hashiva said that um, Haman believed that time was linear. Right, going back to this masculine feminine. Um, you know, dichotomy in this story, right? Haman believes that time only moves in one direction. It just moves in a straight line away, right? So if if the if the time if time is just like a calendar on the wall, right? First month Nisan, last month Adar, right? So Adar is as far from Nisan as you can get, right? And how do we know this? Because it's the month in which Moshe Rabbeinu dies. But what he doesn't understand, what Haman doesn't understand is that this is a story of Esther. And Esther reminds us, Esther's a woman, right? And women remind us that, that time is cyclical. It's, it is linear, right? Yesterday was yesterday, and then it was today, and now it's tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. But it's also cyclical, right? Because all these yesterdays and todays bring us back to Shabbat. And all these Shabbats bring us back to Rosh Chodesh. And all these Rosh Chodeshes bring us back to Rosh Hashanah, and to Purim, and to Pesach, v'chuk. Um, we're constantly right? In those times, there was a long time ago, but but also right now, right? Right, and that's also, we'll get there. Um, so Haman chose this month, right? He drew a lot, but eh, they say that he, he, um, he, like, he set it up. This was, this was mi'uvat, uh, the whole the fix was in. He wanted the last month of the year because he thought that that meant that he'd be as far from the ghoul as possible. Because he says, "Ah, oh, Moshe Rabbeinu died in in Adar, 
It's a good month for me to get the Jews. It's bad for the Jews. But he didn't know that also in Adar, Moshe Rabbeinu was born, right? Which is why it's the closest to the Geula. Because if you're an Ima, if you're an Ima, right? If you're a man, you know, especially a man, a, a warlord like Haman, you're thinking about beginnings and ends. You're thinking about conquering and killing and taking and um, just moving in an ever straight line. But a woman, um, a mother, understands that the world is is cyclical. I was young, I'm old, right? I went from not pregnant to pregnant to a mother. Children are small, they become big, right? Things move in cycles, right? So Esther, right, that's why it's the koach of Esther, it's the koach of the feminine that reminds us that, yeah, it's as far from Nisan as possible because it's the day that Moshe Rabbeinu dies, but it's also as close to Nisan. It's close to, as close to the Gulu as possible because it's the month in which Moshe Rabbeinu was born, right? Every person that dies once was born, right? And so that's the importance of Chodesh Adar in the story. Um, anything else that needs to come out of this? Any more Rashi's? No, I think that's cool for right now. All right, so we got a setup. We got uh, we got uh, the Jews in one corner, the Agagites, the Amalekites in the other corner, and we got um, a uh, everyone's clearing their Google Calendar for twelve months from today for the hoedown, throwdown, showdown of the century. But we know, because we read Rashi, we know, because we read Rashi, that the Geula, the Yeshua, is already there, right? The finish line is already there. I can't see it right now, and I'm not going to see it until about 10 seconds before I crash into it. Um, right? But it's there. Right, so as Wilson Phillips said, <clears throat> hold on for one more day. It's going to be all right. All right, uh, with that, have a wonderful evening. Um, yeah.